0: Welcome to the notorious scoundrels a star wars legion podcast bringing you the latest news general perspective and competitive discussion
1: hello and welcome back to notorious scoundrels podcast i'm kyle i'm here with jay and mike what's up gentlemen
2: hey
3: hey hey. we got a lot to talk about today we sure do
0: yeah we uh so generally this would have been our hobby podcast that kyle and i would have handled hobby but we have a lot of breaking news and uh new things released and so we decided to turn this into a competitive podcast and i know what you guys are thinking normally jay you wouldn't be here for the competitive but uh this particular competitive conversation turns out to be right up my alley so i'm gonna be here for this one
1: (laughs) you you could say we've got a, a storm of news a monsoon of news perhaps maybe Mm -hmm. a hurricane you're looking Um, at
0: thesaurus.com
1: no (laughs) it's just all all from my head jack you sure it isn't
0: like a tropical
1: storm (laughs) Uh, so some cumulus clouds rolling in a
0: deluge deluge uh uh, duratio maybe um yeah there's a lot of uh weather related battle forces isn't there (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, there's I at guess least we one haven't more. said
3: Blizzard yet,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, that, and that's true. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and and it's another Empire. <laughs> yep. Another Empire battle force with a uh, weather-related name that heavily features ATSTs and bikes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right.
1: So we are going to talk about Tempest Force today. That the rules for that were previewed on Friday, I think.
0: Yeah, right oh, was, during uh, my live stream of the unboxings of Ewoks. yeah, Ewoks, yeah. Uh, yeah, and people were like, "Hey, Jay, have you seen this? I think you're gonna like this way more than Ewoks." <laughs> I was like, "I haven't seen it," and I went over to it right in the middle of the live stream.
3: <laughs> well, yep. Preview of conversations to come here.
1: Folks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. How about we, before we get into the the nitty gritty, how yep. about we do some
0: housekeeping? okay yeah so a uh, couple things as you guys know patreon um i'm actually going to be putting up a poll on our patreon discord here uh this week hopefully um and i'm gonna give people options of what they want for their patreon uh award and one of them is going to be these new cards that we got since they're print and play um so you know uh that's one of the things i'm going to do that and probably some of the uh the ratted cars and people can decide what they what they want to get for their reward so that'll be this week so if you want to become a patron mo- patreon member for just come to support all these casts in the blog but we also when i get around to it send out cool stuff uh to you so <laughs> um yeah we sent out oh we sent out tote bags uh like these really nice tote bags to like carry your gear and stuff to events and uh i had like a third party doing the print and <laughs> like Like two or three of them, like the logo came upside down. I was like, oh no. And and, but the people were like, no, this is awesome. This is like a one of a kind. I go, well, it's two of a kind, but yeah, sure. If you that's some misprint and magic, yeah, yeah. So that's that's all you, buddy. I'm glad you're happy, but yeah, yeah, we we do all kinds of cool things. So, um, plus you get access to all of us, and we're all very active. in the discord server um, and talking to you about your lists and ideas and hobby and all kinds of stuff. So uh, come join us. Uh, and then in addition, if you're into Shatterpoint, our boy, Mike here hey, uh, hey, hey. joined with Evan, the raccoon uh, have started a Shatterpoint podcast. We just released uh, episode two this week. Um, they're doing a great job over there. Uh, really deep diving into Shatterpoint. So, so please please, Give that a listen. Um, the first episode, they did a lot of like intro to Shatterpoint. This one, they deep dived into CIS and covered some of the new news. Uh, and yeah, so check that out. Other than that, I think that's good for hobby. We could just go right into it. Or housekeeping. Or housekeeping. What did I say? Hobby? You yep. did. You I've so literally been working on, on Ewoks all weekend. Yeah. So I'm like deep into the hobby and probably for nothing now. He's so just... been working on this boy
3: he's been else. yubnubbing so much he <laughs> really got some interchanges words uh, that start with h yeah
0: yep. we'll do it we'll do it uh during our hobby podcast but I'm like custom building bases for them and like i oh man i i sculpted uh hand sculpted out of clay a cauldron for Lagre to for him to sit in front of um i was so excited um they look really
3: cool i i am excited for people to get to see the stuff you're doing yeah thanks
0: it's um feels pointless now, but you know well, I've been doing you're it. Barry so. in will lead
3: here, Jay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, how about
3: we hit Let's just go. <laughs> yeah, let's let's hit the news. Welcome to In the News.
1: All right, so Tempest Force arrived. Like, yep. like a weather event. Yep. Uh on Friday. And people have been talking about it, obviously, all weekend. It's, um, I think at first there was some feeling like, how are they going to make this different than Blizzard Force? But it's actually pretty different.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: significantly different, I think, yeah. to say the least. Um
0: Yeah, no, it's different.
3: Are we, are we, uh, are we going through and, like. Spelling out the rules here, or are we just Yeah, let's okay.
1: why don't we do that and then we can talk about our takes. All right.
0: On it. Well, let me I'll do this. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, hold on. I'm doing it. Wait, I'm doing it, I promise. Uh sure. Okay. Can you guys see that? Yep. All right. All right. We there
1: we go. Look at that. Battle force rules.
0: Yeah, so uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
3: so Tempest Force, right? Uh, yeah. part yeah. of the Galactic Empire faction. Uh this ooh. is the third battle force for Empire.
0: Well, cuz uh, Empire's clearly the best faction. The <laughs> Don't you guys force. know?
3: They've got Blizzard Blizzard Remnant. A uh, Remnant, right? Okay. I, yeah, and I think uh I mean I know people
1: have been like rich get richer but uh, whatever it's
3: yeah i don't i don't really have a strict issue with that overall i i do i mean we can talk about it later uh yeah let's let's talk about the rules and then we can okay
0: get into the takes all right so the first rule is that a Tempest battle force is part of the Galactic Empire faction? Let's start right there. <laughs> Jay clearly wasn't listening to me two seconds ago. No, I was. I just <laughs> want to reiterate. Okay. This, right.
1: Yeah. Just wants to poke poke a little bit. Highlight
0: it with yellow. All right. All right. <laughs> uh vehicles in this army gain scout too.
1: That's that's really far for a speeder biker and ATST. It's so- it is. I
3: think. I think the big thing here is um with with this specifically is that it's kind of like you get the rollout text on every other deployment. It's, it's, and it's a little bit farther. It's farther than It's that. far yeah. it's farther. Sure. But yeah. but you know, and you get this text in addition to the rollout. It's like
0: rollout on Stroy. Yeah. Um
1: Yeah, rollout, it's basically just like deploy in your enemy's deployment zone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um
0: perfect. <laughs> Yeah. All Uh, right. Yeah. All right. Continue. Units that are not in command range of a friendly commander unit and do not have a comms upgrade equipped, remove one less suppression during the remove token step. Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know how reliant you're going to be on troopers anyway. Yeah. But you can also (laughs) just take a commander, which is a pretty useful unit in this battle force regardless. So. All right. Yeah. Doesn't seem nearly as like debilitating as the Ewok version of this that there's literally no way to
3: prevent it happening. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's I don't, like, I don't think that you based.
3: I, I don't think the Ewok version of it is actually bad. Maybe that's a hot take, but I, I actually think it synergizes very well with what that faction is doing.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, the fact that they have access to, I think. I think it's sort of like AI, and that the way that it is restrictive applies primarily to list building and then positioning. Yeah, on the table, Um, because you know you need to keep your dudes within compel range of three PO, and you need to have logray for that courage three. Yeah, and then you need some inspire, which is going to be logray and Leia and probably Chewie. So, um. Yeah, it it kinda of, it forces you into like certain lanes, I think is probably what it does mostly. It's just weird that this one is like you know, that one it's like take three PO and take Logray and take Leia to mitigate yeah. that. And this one is like,
3: oh just take an officer, I guess. And then yeah. it
1: doesn't literally doesn't do anything. Yeah. I,
3: <laughs> I mean, I think with with all the lists I've seen so far of Tempest Force, this this bullet point doesn't even feel like it's it
1: No, I know. It's right, because it's not a trooper based list anyway.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. It just feels like um I don't know. It just feels like I hate to say this, but it, it probably wasn't this, but it feels like an afterthought of how do we tame this list? And that was what they came up with. And it was just like, yeah, maybe Um, I don't know. But then you have this <laughs> during setup at the start of the deploy unit steps. You may set aside one friendly uh, special forces or support unit. Marking the unit with a condition token. When you draw an order token with the rank that matches a friendly says side unit, if you cannot choose a unit on the battlefield with the matching rank, you must place that set unit onto the battlefield beyond range two of all enemy units, if able. That unit is treated as activated. So so it's basically uh, rapid reinforcements, mm-hmm. a mod- modification of that. Yeah, it's, it's
1: free rapid reinforcements all the time, basically. I, lo- yeah. I love this. I think it's on, really cool. On good units.
3: I agree, yeah. Um, and I actually yeah i think this is this is great
1: i think this is neat in that like i mean we've seen other battle forces get kind of like quote unquote army wide special rules but i think it's both this and the scout too really i i have other concerns about the scout too uh, i think i think we all do this. but we'll,
3: we'll talk about it um
1: yeah
3: you know, i don't right. you're <laughs> you're taking <laughs> um
1: i like that it's taking like effects that just kind of already exist in the game as building blocks and then just yeah. applying them in ways that are different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like that. Rather than just coming up with random new rules text that does something completely new. Like, Yeah. This does something new simply because it's something taken out of its normal context and applied differently as an army-wide yeah. special role. So
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyways, so army building allowed units. You can only have an Imperial officer as your commander. Special forces, you can have scout troopers, but no strike teams. Core units: stormtroopers, support Z seventy four Z speeder bikes, uh, uh, heavies, ATST, and Major Marquand. And unique upgrades: none. That uh, Major Marquand thing has been very confusing throughout the, the the sphere of Legion content. So we'll get to that in a second. Um, but yeah, people look. Like, Who is that? How do I get him? Well. You just turn to the next page. Um, so rank requirements for commanders. You must include one to two commander units. Uh, special forces must include two to six special forces. Core, each army must include one to three core units. Ah, oh, thank God. I hate core units. Uh, support, each army may include up to three support units. <laughs> and heavy, each army may include up to three heavy units. This said, is
3: said uh, like a true Civil War player.
0: Yeah. I hate core units. Uh, We had a whole podcast about this last week, and uh, a bunch of people reached out to me and said the AMG must have been listening to that podcast because they're like, boy, every time Jay asks for something, we sure do get it. And here it is.
3: (laughs) Well, gee whiz, let me me write up uh, my Christmas list, and
0: I'll have you talk about it. And I'll talk about it passionately, I promise.
1: Yeah, I mean, basically, you're replacing your normal core unit requirement with scouts. Yeah cuz you, you need to take 2 to 6 scouts. Yep. And yeah, you know, I mean at maybe one stormtrooper. Um well not not maybe. It's mandatory that you take two scouts. Two. So, yeah. Um yeah, you have to take at minimum you got to take a stormtrooper and you got to take two scouts.
3: Yep. So
0: fine by me. This
3: might be I think the most restrictive battle force we've seen yet as far as uh like there's basically one unit in in each like rank that you can actually take, and
2: uh,
1: that's it. Yeah, I that 501st is close, although 501st has more than
3: one character available. Yeah, um, it's got it's got three different commander um, options, technically, right? But like every other slot is basically you, you can take strike teams,
1: that's yeah, that's
3: true. Yeah, and you can take ATRTs and barks. <laughs> Or Barks.
1: AT what now? Is, this a, new, is this a new unit? Oh, you haven't right? heard of these,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, Good.
1: I see you're enjoying the drawing. Uh, <laughs> the drawing of functionality. Yeah. 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 Watch out, watch out, guys. Jay, happy. Yep. <laughs> all right, before we talk about the three heavy units, because I feel like we're going to have a lot to say on that subject, why yeah, don't we yeah. hit the um, man cards that you get with this?
0: All right. I yeah. mean, all right. If that's how if that's what you want to do.
3: I mean, these you should still be excited about these command cards. Jay, no, I am they're very good. But in <laughs> well, relation some of them are very good, to that yeah.
0: other thing. Uh yeah. <laughs> uh go ahead, Kyle. Why don't you why not you read one? I'm I'm kind of done reading.
1: All right. Drive them out. Uh displaying a very lovely art here of yeah. ATST's destroying bright True <laughs> Village, it looks like. Yeah. So I feel good. like
3: I feel like the comment you just uh Displayed there um, is basically, you could say that about any of these six cards. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah. That's, and the Battle Force generally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but for now, we're going to talk about these cards. Uh, friendly Vehicles gain Demoralize 1 this round. Uh, this round, the first time a friendly vehicle with the face-up order token displaces an enemy unit during its activation. Roll a white defense die for each miniature in the enemy unit for every surge or block result the enemy suffers one route um yeah. so this is basically like every vehicle has reckless driver for a round plus demoralize although Isn't... reckless driver only wounds on blocks right i now. was gonna say I,
3: th- I think this is more like being able to Vader's might uh yes unit, as far it, with just the damage component di- right uh but still like
1: you could you can easily make i mean this applies to speeder bikes too um You can easily make a list that has like two ATSTs and three speeder bikes in it, and be doing this five times.
3: (laughs) So, I don't know if it's great. I don't.
1: It's a lot of displacing, which I
3: don't actually read that like that. I I don't know if they've like come out with an FAQ. The way this reads, I I only think this happens once.
1: Literally just one time. It says, this uh, round, comma,
3: the first time a friendly vehicle with a face-up or, or face up order token displaces an enemy unit during, during its activation. That's the first time a friendly vehicle with a face-up order token. Like, that only happens once.
0: Unless you have HQ uplink.
3: No, no, I mean, like, you, you the next time you activate a friendly vehicle will be the second time you activate a friendly uh, vehicle with a face-up order token displaces something. Yeah,
1: I can see that. I, I, I think that I think the language here is almost identical to reckless driver.
3: Uh, yeah, that's possible. I just I, and I see how you're reading there's some it, ambiguity, Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, and and obviously the card only issues one order. Um, so I guess the only way you're going to get this is with HQ uplink, or I guess uh, Markwan's got direct. So
1: well, there's um, there's no face-up requirement on the um, damage effect or really the demoralized there's actually the yes, face of the, the anything
3: you have to have a face up when you displace oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the demoralized yeah. that doesn't require yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 so i i do think at a bare minimum we're probably going to need some clarification on this card yeah. but the way i read this is that this only happens once no matter how many order tokens you have uh it's possible that's not how it works but that's definitely how i read it
0: ah yeah, I guess I read it the other way. Where I, I guess the the cost of that would be like an HQ uplink or or some sort of like getting other units face up order tokens yeah. so that you can do it multiple times, right? D- direct on um, Mark. Yeah, oh yeah, direct, yeah. right? Yeah, he has or it Farquhar, too. Lord Farquhar, Lord Farquhar, Lord Farquad. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's right, pretty that's, good. I mean, that's a pretty good effect. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. Either, either way, I mean, it's just it's solid. Right.
1: Yeah. Uh, Uh, we need reinforcements to Pip. Uh, friendly units that have a face-up ornate token gain disengage this round. Two troopers. Yeah, seems pretty good in like a scout spam list, I guess.
3: Sure. If
0: if that's if you're wasting this beautiful battle force for scouts, then sure. I think there's some pretty good scout lists you can make, but we'll get to that.
3: I think there is too. I I also think um. I don't know. The way I'm feeling about this is that the, the troopers that you can take in this list the things that they're gonna be wanting to disengage from probably have already killed them because they yeah. don't have great defenses against yeah. against whatever they're fighting. So I just I don't know how good this card is. this 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 is probably the mellowest card in here for me. And it's the same slot as pin
1: down, which <laughs> You know, Which you're obviously really, taking uh, over uh, this. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. all day um, long. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I think it's rare that you would actually take this,
3: but yeah, and I and I guess all I'm trying to say with that is, I think not only is it rare you're going to take it, I think it's also rare that this is actually going to be actively useful. Yeah, I tend to agree.
1: Um, I mean, disengage is a good effect. But it's a it's a it it's is. a tremendously amazing effect. But if you're using it on scouts that are in melee with something unless it's like a weird you know kp tying up units at the end of the game getting melee by stuff that's not attacking them kind of situation you totally. know, if, if they get charged by a force user they're just uh, they're yeah they're just gonna die so <laughs> um all right constantly alert three units when a unit is issued an order with this card it gains one aim token for each enemy unit at range one. If it did not gain any <laughs> aim tokens, it gains a standby token.
0: It's so good. It's so good. Oh, I love that card.
1: More unstrippable standbys if you give these to ATSTs.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Cause we needed more of those, I guess. I mean, it's interesting that it's like a range limitation on this. I guess the counter to this is to get like right next to the ATST.
3: Well, um, it is definitely interesting i think in the I, the primary mode for atsds in these lists uh, seems to be to load them out with the grenade launcher and not much else yep which i f- and and their standby range is obviously only range two so it kind of incentivizes you to just if you're in the range two band already you can you can move backwards and not trigger the standby right um, it, yes in theory I mean, there are,
1: but there are ways that, like, I mean, you know, think of what's one of the most common armor counters right now. It's saber throw, right? Yeah. Um, and this is, like, a perfect counter to an Anakin saber throw fire sport, because you know, if Anakin wants to move within range two to saber throw, any of your ATSTs, he he's going to trigger one of or more of those standbys. So. That is very true.
0: Well, and I would say, but on both sides, right? So, so, with the ATST, in my experience, there's this action economy question that you're always having with ATSTs and wondering if your opponent's gonna end up moving their stuff within range. So do I take a standby and an aim or you know, and and hope that they move in, or do I give them an order and have link targeting array on them, give them the aim and then hold until I can't possibly hold anymore. And I think this kind of answers some of those questions for you. Like either way, like if you get the aim, you know, then you're, you're kind of stacking some aims so that you're going to be able to have some more choices as you move, as you move through uh, the round, which I, th- I think is, is good. It, I mean, this card's busted. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's super good.
3: Yeah. yeah I, I mean, busted might be a bit hyperbolic, but. um, No, it's fine. This is a very this large is reason funded. as to why this list is gonna be good.
1: I think this is the. I mean, this is the only card besides Lando's two pip that gives
3: that is able to give a standby token to a vehicle. Uh, outside of the invasion force, yeah. I mean, you obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. the invasion force that, one pip, but... yeah.
1: Um, but so I guess there's there's two other cards that do that, but both of those other cards only give out one standby. Yes. This one gives out th- three. Um, it's, yeah. a lot. Uh, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you have Echo Base, which gives out potentially like six, but that's to MK2s and FD yeah. turrets, which are like. You don't have eight. Not Yeah, Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that, that also probably have LTA backup, yeah. which is yeah. a
0: completely <clears throat> different thing.
1: Yep. Also, a very good card, by the way. Hold the line, hold out any cost. Yeah, that's also a super good card, card, even though you're only giving standbys to MK2s and FD turrets. But
3: isn't there There's a bunch of aim tokens? I hands out on that. Yes, that, that card would be good get, if it was just the aim tokens. Yes, uh, you unit. also
1: get like potentially six free aim tokens or something, yeah. um, depending on how many core units you have. But yes.
0: So before we move on to Lord Farquad, I have a question. Yeah, yep. fire away. The way this is worded, it must include one commander. Does he count as that commander? I don't think he does, does he? Because I a mean, field commander
1: the f- Field Commander negates the minimum okay. requirements on commander rank. All right, yeah, I just wanted yeah. to make sure. All right. Yeah. It's I know people have brought that up before. Part of the it... reason that this is slightly confusing is that pretty much every other battle force says that you may not use field commander to mm-hmm. negate the commander rank. And this one does not. So you right.
3: know, there That would be crazy. It seems pretty clear that this battle force yeah, yeah. is intended to be led by Major Mark Wanda. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. Just want to yeah. make sure. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. I, I would be incredibly surprised if we had some clarification in the next couple of weeks that was like, "Yeah, you have to take an officer." I. That seems crazy to me.
0: I've seen yeah. crazier things happen. Mike. I I have to just want to make be, sure. I would be very surprised. All right. <laughs> Uh all right, do we want to cover his unit card first or his command cards first? Probably unit card then then to command cards, right? Or command cards to unit card? We can do it however you want, Jay. <gasps> however I want? Yep, yeah, your choice. Hear that Kyle? You're not in charge anymore. Woo-hoo! This is Jay's show. ATSTs. ATSTs. Uh <laughs> All right, let's do his card first. So, old Major Marquand. Uh, so it's 190 points. He's got armor, arsenal two, direct vehicle, which is Chef's Kiss. That's very good. Uh, field commander, uh, weak point, rear one. And he has the special issue of Tempest Force, 11 health. Uh, eight vehicle damage. He's uh, damage threshold. He surges to hit and surges to block. Uh, he's And then he's got the grenade launcher, the uh, twin light blaster, and the, the twin blaster cannon.
2: Yeah,
1: Very the,
0: similar to Chewbacca's card. Uh, yeah, yeah. And
1: like Chewie, he can fire the grenade launcher and the twin light blaster in melee.
0: Yep.
1: Which is probably just because they couldn't fit the fence blades on this card. <laughs> yep. That's <laughs> um, fair. It's functionally a very similar dice pool as the fence cutting blades, which I think mm-hmm. is four red. So um, yeah, the melee thing, that's interesting, I guess, but not really that different from a normal ATSD. Yeah, um, I do think
3: the primary difference here is that uh, an ST loaded out with basically the same guns and the hammers pilot, which allows you to surge to hit, is 183 as opposed to the 190 here uh and i feel sort of like you're intrinsically playing that's at seven extra points for field commander the command cards mm-hmm. and direct yeah. Essentially, yeah essentially yeah i
0: think it's fair
1: the The one drawback i think here is that you there's no com slot for link targeting right yep that's that's yeah. definitely
0: a, yes i'm gonna argue listen as much as i would like that uh it's probably a good thing
1: Oh, 100 percent agree. I think <laughs> yeah. I think if that's I think if that's a balanced choice, that's a great choice. Yeah, um yeah. I also think by the way, people have been like, hey, where's Aiden in this Battle of Force? Um I think it's a, whether it's a balanced choice or a theme choice, I don't care. I think that's a great choice for not allowing this. Well you don't want to play against,
3: against seven sniper lists.
0: No
1: thanks. Okay. Or three ATSCs backed up
3: by Aiden and Inferno. Yeah. No thanks. Well it, you gotta put that Delmiga repair to work, dude. Yeah. yeah
0: I mean, listen, I I think um I think people it would have been a different it would have been a different battle force if she was included in it. It couldn't be this battle force because this that would be that would be crazy. I mean, well, and even been. even thematically.
1: I mean, like I know that she was on Endor yeah. during the Battle of Endor. Um, but in a movie, she
0: wasn't. <laughs> well, and it, more specifically, like she
1: wasn't engaging Wookiees. Right. Really, or not Wookiees. Ewoks. Ewoks. Ewoks yeah. um, neither. Uh, she was in, <laughs> engaged in neither
0: Ewoks nor Wookiees. She saw um, no, no furry animals. Yeah,
1: so she she was not involved in the actual battle for the bunker, which seems like what these two battle forces are yeah. centered around. So uh, there's a thematic justification for that, um, even if it's a thin justification. I think it's good because, yeah. Otherwise, this would be. I mean, I think it's. We'll get there, but I does not need to be in this battle force. Let's put that put it that way. Yeah. Sure. Um. Yeah, I mean, link targeting array is the primary drawback, I think, but that's more than made up for the fact that you get direct vehicle and three command cards. Yeah. To me,
3: to me, there's kind of there is a comp slot on this card. It's just direct vehicle. It's basically HQ uplink for another vehicle that you don't have to tap yep. or recover. Yep. Or right. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah.
1: Which is pretty great. Yeah. It's fantastic.
0: Yep. All right. You want to hit the command cards, Jay? I sure do. Let's go with the one pip first. Gunner, infantry! Exclamation point! Uh, so this is uh, order to Major Marquand. During his activation, he reduces his speed by one to a minimum of one. He then gains tactical one this round, and his weapon gains suppressive this round. <laughs> it's so good.
1: It's so. I actually don't think this is very good.
0: I think you're wrong.
1: Um. Here's here's. Why.
2: <laughs> I mean,
1: okay, like it's fine. <laughs> but yeah. this is you get one aim from tactical because he doesn't get steady right this isn't tactical strike right um so you get one move at speed 1 and then you can mm-hmm. attack mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so essentially this is a free aim and your weapons gain suppressive that's the text of this card
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is fine i mean it's a one pip so like it doesn't have to have a
3: strong text effect but i, I mean it, it is it is i actually think it's less good than that because reducing your speed by 1 is a real cost i i, I think
0: i mean when you can scout two at the beginning, beginning of the no doubt, no doubt. Here's what I think you guys are missing as someone who has played heavies a lot. By the time I would get to this card, shit's already going down, right? Like, like I'm already deep in and having an opportunity to be because because by the time I'm playing this, it's probably round four or five. And I'm already trying to get that center KP or I'm already trying to break through and I'm trying to hold my lines and hold what I have at that point. So being able to effectively have three actions and to potentially deny actions or or something else from another unit all with one card. I mean, I, I think this is huge for like, this is a huge late game boon, especially with direct. I, I, I mean... Cause now I'm, I have two, I have a one PIP that gives two ATSC. So if I put, which I'm going to, I would put link targeting Ray on my other ATST, And so now I have two ATSTs with aims movement and, and he's got suppressive and I'm probably have the mortar launcher on the other one. So, you know I mean? It just gives me a lot more flexibility late game. I, I think it's a much bigger deal than, than you're probably thinking just because of the placement in a late game opportunities. I
3: mean- I will give you that if this card is good, it is because of the suppressive effect.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yep, I agree.
1: Um, otherwise, it's a one-turn replacement for the fact that it can't take link targeting right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no,
0: the suppressive is what absolutely makes the card. Yeah. But it's it's giving you effectively three actions and denying potentially denying actions from yeah, yeah. from another unit, which that I think that's big for 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 when you're going to use this.
1: And frankly, the one pip slot, like in a list that features major Marqu- Marquand, uh, you know, like your other option is ambush. So yeah, you, know, yeah, yeah. you know you're you're gonna have you're gonna have the um, drive them out, and then you're gonna have this one. So it's yep. you know it's ambush with a little bit of extra free text, which is fine. Yep.
3: Um, I really feel like you're downplaying this. What we'll this is de- <laughs> this is this is definitely <laughs> not in the conversation for the best card here. Uh no. Okay, but, I, just, I just I just want to be clear. You're just it's, talking it's, about it like it's it is. like
0: ambush, but just a little bit better. I think is definitely downplaying what it. Uh, I what I it agree is. with that
3: assessment. Oh, okay, <laughs> right. I, I agree. It is a little bit better than ambush. In the same way that like the um the mercenary two and three pips are like a little bit better than push and assault. <laughs> but, yeah,
1: you know? like it's not covert observation. You know. Yeah, like it's. It has an actual good text effect on it, um, yeah. but it's All not right. like a game-changing text effect.
0: Well, okay, yeah. You're just talking about it like it's not going to matter, and I'm going to show you that it's going to matter, and you guys are going to be real. Sad. I think it's.
1: I think it's a perfectly solid card, Jay.
0: I agree.
3: It's a All solid right. C plus. <laughs> All above, right. average.
0: All yeah. right. <laughs> above average, yeah, slightly above average. Yeah.
2: Uh.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's mm-hmm. move on. Uh two-pip squadron on me. Uh just orders to him again at the start of his activation. Each other friendly vehicle unit at range one of him may perform a free pivot. Then they may make a speed one move. I love and this card too. There's
1: lots of displacing happening with yep. Tempest Force. Yeah.
3: Conversely, this card's like an A.
1: This is a very good card. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean this this is. You can do this with speeder bikes. You can do this with the yep. other
3: ATSTs in your list. Um, so it, there's also there's there's very few uh, out of sequence move effects in this game. Yep. Yeah. Uh, particularly ones that you can interrupt mid turn with. Like most of the effects that give you free moves are. Um, command phase. Command phase. Yeah. And this yes. is that is not what this is. This is you can you can kind of choose when you want to do it over the course of the turn. Uh, I imagine what you're gonna do with this generally will be sort of telegraphed if your opponent like th- there's probably gonna be a clear thing you can do with this, I I suspect, yeah. um, as far as like where you want the vehicles to end up, but you definitely I, can do some like weird,
0: I don't know. Yeah. Well, I I think it just makes me feel like when I'm reading these, like, that they they were definitely playing vehicles when they created these. Because, you know, there's a lot of stuff, especially like, again, I'll I'll talk to this, because especially late game, you're... Choices and your options start to dwindle as as your opponent moves up and starts pulling, you know, put pushing onto the objectives and so like you know the beginning of the game for for new people to this you know heavies are really great for like for area control keeping your opponent like to stay back a couple rounds before they start pushing up because generally you're giving your heavies orders and you're waiting and you're trying to to go last with them um which which scares your opponent off of certain things and then what happens is as your as your command pool dwindles and as you're heading towards the late game your choices start to to shrink um you know pin down is really one of your best kind of like turn 3 4 option um to kind of hold people off of objectives and then once you kind of blow that like you don't you really didn't have much else in the one pip two pip area that was like supporting what you were trying to do and so like that's what's the most exciting about this and like oh man now i've got a bunch of more options and now like now my my turn 4 through six is going to be a lot stronger because the these are adding actions to my to my atsts that they wouldn't normally have, um. And I and anybody who's played heavies knows by like turn five or six, um, especially when you're only playing one, uh, they're usually if people have been focusing down on them, they're pretty heavy on wounds. They've probably already hit their resilience. Um, and you're struggling to to get anything going with them um, if you know, if your opponent played right. and and so like turn like five and six, they're really not doing much and they they become less effective over time. And I think that this kind of just pushes them up um, to, to to a late game all-star now where where before they were just kind of like,, oh. you know, they really shined like rounds one through three.
3: Yeah, I mean these command cards definitely give you pretty significant flexibility, as long as Major Marquand is not the first ATST they kill.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, which would be if I'm playing against a multiple yep. ATST list on Tempest, <laughs> he's going to be the first one I'm shooting at. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and good luck. Yeah, I mean it's an ATST, so yeah, yeah, um,
0: yeah. It's right. like one of those things, you know, it, 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 you almost. You're partially upset when it happens, but you're not very upset because you're like, okay, they had to do a lot to even make that happen <laughs> like that that took either you had to use like a good portion of your army to like really make that happen, you know, um, which was wasted on that while I'm positioning with the rest of my army, you know and and sometimes by the time you take down an atST the rest of your army's already been positioned and it's too late to like.
1: You know, it's a lot, it's a lot
0: it's, of work. to kill enemies, It's too. quicksand sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Okay. So the third pip armored cavalry, three vehicles. Uh. When another friendly vehicle begins its activation at range one of the major, it may choose one of the following effects. If it's in its front arc, it may gain a dodge. If it's in its side arc, it may gain a name. If it's in its rear arc, it may perform a speed one move. <laughs> so good. Uh, just creating a, a conga line to like <laughs> mm-hmm. a horizontal line across the battlefield of ATSTs with potentially two to three aims by the time they even decide to shoot you, <laughs> or, or bikes. This works on bikes yeah, too. Bikes too. Uh, yeah, sorry, I'm only thinking of, of yeah, ATSTs. But yes, yeah. Um,
1: yeah, it's really good. I mean, I I do think it's neat on this card that they have like different options for where they are in the arcs relative. To Marquand, um i think that's cool i yeah. uh i think most of the time you're probably going to want the aim tokens mm-hmm. you're, you're going to position your vehicles to be yeah. in the right spots for that but mm-hmm.
0: um, but you could see a potential like let's say a speeder bikes and maybe you got them in a little bit more trouble than you thought you were going to you move him up put him in the front arc now they got dodges
1: yep you know, the dodges on ATSTs are not usually um Yeah, that's really bad. They're but, usually pretty redundant with armor. Yeah, that's um, yeah.
0: it's not a requirement. Yeah. You know, I I, I think the dodges is... on speeder bikes are amazing. So. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I think this is a probably like a turn two, maybe turn three card. Um, and it might depend on what you're doing, but it could be to move the ATSTs up to do some area control if the if you're holding them back. Um, but it's most likely going to be if you're having ATSTs, you got your horizontal line and you're just getting everybody aims to like punish your opponent in that like three, four range uh, to, to whatever they're trying to do to start moving towards the objective.
3: I feel like this is the most likely candidate to be your turn one play. Um, yeah, I think can, just from if you a- can get super close, which you can. Yeah. So. Yeah. You're like scout two, you've got three ATSTs just basically already in firing range and you know a couple of them have ltas i do think the the three vehicle text on this card is a little weird to me in that um (laughs) you got you're basically because of direct vehicle you're this this card says four vehicles yeah and unless you're running like only one atst or two i guess like the three atst list like definitely loses a little bit
0: of value here I have a three ATSC two speeder bike list.
1: <laughs> How do you that, <laughs> that fits. Yeah. Is it like eight activations
3: now?
0: It's yeah, and it's okay. eight hundred points, and it's a naked stormtrooper and two naked scouts. That's do, it.
3: <laughs> do the STs actually have guns on them?
0: Yeah, they have the mortars and link targeting array. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not going to be able to get too many thumbs on objectives, but if you're dead, I guess it doesn't matter. That is
3: definitely what this list is doing.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, and you can make some, if you go heavier on the bikes, like I think you can fit three bikes into ATSTs or three bikes, one, you know, the the major and then a bunch of troopers. Like you can make some objective focused Tempest decks also because bikes are very good at objectives.
0: No, Um, I, yeah, for me, I don't care ATSTs the...
1: are pretty good at like the mobility objectives.
0: Yeah. So I guess for me, uh, obviously don't care as much about the bikes as I do about the ATSTs. Yeah, sure. It's just yeah. like my dream come true. And yep. so, which, which brings me. So we said all this positive stuff, right? So it's going to bring me to this topic, and which is
3: we go,
0: <laughs> boy, they could not have squashed my childlike wonder and excitement harder for Ewoks than they did with this. Can we, I'd like to,
3: I'm going to be a voice of some optimism here, which is atypical. And I do want to just say that I think what the objective here, I think was noble in that, and it was, it was a good objective that they were headed towards. I think they missed the mark a little bit. Uh, I think the idea of a mirrored faction release that is heavily thematic, that you can play together in a game where you put Ewoks on the table and you put Tempest Force on the table, it looks like Star Wars, it looks really cool. I think releasing them at the same time is like like a great idea from a... uh, just like what you're trying to achieve... From a thematic and a marketing them- perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. think they they nailed that. I think obviously we can, you know, there is some potential balance concerns. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, let's let's just let's just talk about it, right? So yeah. the, the obvious problem here is that particularly like a three TST list, but Tempest Force is like an extremely hard counter to a Bright Tree Village list. Yeah. Bright Tree Village, very specifically. And I think intentionally, based on some interviews they've done about yeah. it, um, has trouble against armor, yeah. and um, even a, like a normal l- faction list where they can stack impact will have trouble against three ATSTs. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. I, I don't know. It's yeah. yeah. It it makes sense from a theme perspective, from a Return of the Jedi marketing perspective. It is. Um. It it definitely potentially dampens the enthusiasm for ewoks when um you know all the very nice amazing looking ewok models you're buying are like hard
3: countered by this pdf that is coming out at the same time <laughs> yeah i i think yeah I, I don't really have an issue with the fact that it's a hard counter. I do have a little bit of an issue with like the timing. Like I wish people got to play with their cool Ewoks and like have it be kind of good before like any sort of counter came out. I do think that if we're talking about like the heat of the fastball that both of these battle forces are throwing, Ewoks are like lukewarm to maybe good and this is red hot and like to the point where like, I mean, obviously we haven't seen it shake out, but this could very well be better than Blizzard force was, I think at the height of
0: a Blizzard, frankly. Um, Yeah. And it's not the three Ewok or the three ATSTs. I think that makes this list uh, super powerful. I, I think similar to blizzard force there's a ton of options within it and i think it probably has two or three lists that are pretty pretty really pretty good uh in 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 the one battle force
1: oh yeah i mean i think like six snipers could also be a thing that's really annoying
3: <laughs> yeah that definitely feels i th- i think easier to play into yes gen- generally speaking i do think it 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 probably doesn't feel great to play against um, but I do think that that list is probably uh, air quotes more fair and balanced at least on paper. Um, you I do can make think a game of it. You can make a game of it. I mm-hmm. do. I do feel like uh, this is a little bit of the direction that Dark Troopers took us with armor skews and the 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 text battle force effects that gives you scout two basically means that the grenade ATSTs are firing at you pretty much no matter what, on whatever deployment you're playing on turn one. Um, and a lot of times with multiple aim tokens from these crazy cool command cards, I think the command cards are sweet. Um, I I definitely think that this is an additive thing where we've got like five or six different factors kind of all combining into something that's really powerful. Um, and th- this list is is going to shoot people off the table by turn three in some games. Like, it's just gonna do that. Yep. Um, yeah. and, if, and if you, and I think maybe if we're talking from a competitive level, this definitely, this scares me way more than Double Dark Trooper ever did. Just from the amount of sheer wounds you have to put past armor to kill it. Yeah, take it off the table.
1: I I think that makes this different from dark. I think there's a couple things that make this different from dark troopers, both both in its favor and not. Um, I think the biggest thing in its favor with triple atst and particularly this version of it is mobility. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Between the scout two and uh, all of these free speed one moves from Mark Mark Marquand's command cards. Like these, S- these ATSCs are going to be absolutely up in your face immediately. Um, you can't. Going to be them. very little that you can do about it. Yeah, and I think to me, it's not like inherently, like just having three ATSTs inherently is not that different from a counter perspective, in my opinion, than double Dark Trooper, as far as like what you need to bring to handle that. But what really sends it over the top is that scout too at the beginning of the game. Yeah, um, and the fact that ATSCs are just so much more mobile than dark troopers
0: yeah uh so and yeah, i mean I, w- w- yeah. I think a lot of this conversation has centered around just how much damage they'll put out and how much you'll have to put out on them but like i think the conversation you know the, like eventually maybe this this podcast but like surrounded around like The objectives that if you get, if you get to choose your objectives, like, I don't know, man, there's some that you're going to be hard pressed to stop like bombing run. I'm not, I'm not even sure
3: this list falls into the, I care about objectives very much camp from uh, I would agree. uh, It
0: it, it
1: doesn't, it doesn't need to, but it also is fairly good at certain objectives. It it totally is. It
3: definitely can be good at objectives. I guess what I'm saying is that I'm not sure it, I'm not sure it needs to be
1: payload um, well it's it's not that dissimilar from blizzard force where you know like the, the most effective historical version of blizzard force was operative aider and four bikes Yep. Yeah. and part of the reason for that was you could make a silly skewed objective deck but a lot of times like you know the objective deck didn't matter because the offense yeah. and the, the speed yep. on the list was so high that like you would just kill everything anyway yeah. um and this strikes me as similar where with three atsts like atsts are good at objectives they're good at bombing run they're good at breakthrough they're good at kp um and like you can make you can make an objective focused list for three atsts um but you know what really sends a list like that over the top is the fact that you don't actually need to interact with the objectives with something like this because you just kill everything um and that's part of what made blizzard force so uninteractive too is it's like you Know any game where you're just like, well, I'm just going to ignore the objectives and kill everything. That's not, it's not that fun for either player, really. No, um, and that's my worry with this is that th- that's what those triple ATST lists are going to turn into. Like, they actually are good at objectives, but they don't really have to be because you yeah. can't score objectives with dead units, it doesn't matter what the objective yeah. is. So,
0: and that's kind of like that, uh, double ATST double do back list that I was running for a while it was the same way, like, it just I, I don't know good luck I'm gonna kill a lot of things so once this is I think worse you know um, yeah I, I'm yeah and I guess what I was saying earlier about like them kind of taking away my uh childlike wonder for the Ewoks was that I think the Ewok Bright Tree Village Battle Force the lists are not as directly apparent I think, you know what I mean? I think there's some work you have to do to kind of like make those lists work and like figure out how they're going to run together and, you know, and and how things are going to work. And this one is just a much more direct, like exciting. I think people want to put. You know, I think that was—I I know where we landed on with Blizzard Force, but I think a lot of the things people were excited about was putting an ATST with four speeder bikes, right? Like that was a big excitement thing for some people, and and I think this takes that to that next level, and it just becomes even more exciting because you're like, I I can I can feel three ATSTs, two speeder bikes in one list. Are you kidding me right now? Like that's insane. I'm definitely... Not saying it's good. It's just, oh it's
3: definitely good it yeah. is
1: good and I, it fits it 100 fits like the armored cavalry theme yeah um i don't know i mm. yeah i feel like this this could have been done without the scout too at the beginning of the game and it would have been uh it would have been at least more similar to the dark troopers let's yeah. put it that way from a yeah. counter perspective
3: yeah i definitely think for me just as someone who's like preparing for the meta and stuff like that, um, this really kind of pushes me over the. You you just have to you just have to be taking impact in every list. You can't like you can sort of try and fade one competitive list that's an armor skew, but. Uh, this one this one's gonna be good and based on like the hype that it's getting in the community presently i think this is gonna be far more popular than dark troopers ever were yeah personally
1: 100 percent. i mean yeah. and the, the rate really the barrier is lower right? Yep. like yep. most oh there are a lot of people that have two atsts you just need to buy another atst that's it yep. you peasants um, two right I, I, <laughs> yeah. I know that i understand that you don't have to buy anything jay uh, there are a lot of people that already have three ATSTS.
0: Three? Know. That's it.
3: <laughs> this guy um, over here is just playing Grand Army or something constantly. A
0: stupid Stormtide got uh, me yeah. with all the happy like we we were. You're welcome. Something. Yeah. <laughs> but,
1: Yes. To your point, this is going to be extremely popular.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's yeah, and it's just like uh, it's just so like clearly good. And I think the problem was a part of it too was, okay, so there's this tournament coming up on Saturday. Um, All this will be legal for it because they no longer have uh, legality restrictions. And so I was going to bring Ewoks and I was very excited about it and I was painting them up. And the problem with that was I was like, okay, if anybody brings dark troopers, I'm going to, I already know I'm going to struggle and I'm going to have to find a way around that. Right. But now it's, if anybody brings dark troopers and probably two to three people are going to bring a version of this list. It's like, I'm, I don't stand it. as an Ewok. It, it, no, you pick whatever bright tree version you want. It does not hold up against either of those lists very well. I And agree. by design, right? Apparently. So.
3: I agree with your assessment,
0: Jay, you should still play Ewoks. <laughs> I'm just going to focus on the hobby and I'm going to play my ATS. Yeah. I mean, look, look, I I I, love them.
3: I just, okay.
0: I love my ATSTs. That's, that's
3: fair. fair, I love
0: this. I love them all.
3: I just, you put so much effort and hard work into those Ewoks. It would be a shame (sighs) if they didn't hit the table. That's all I'm trying to say. Uh, I I want to
1: see the, I want to see the
0: pot with the human stew in it. Yeah. Yeah. Stormtrooper stew. Here's, oh man. Yeah. I've got them all like, Stormtrooper helmets on spikes and stuff. <laughs> um, here's, here's the thing I, I think long term, so like I'm trying to think the next tournament I'll go to is maybe PAX or something, right? Uh, I'll probably play Ewoks there, like at a PAX or something like that, just because I really want to have them like fully painted and like I want to go for like best painted army. That's like sure. my whole goal with it. Um, and so there's no way I'm gonna have them. I just ba- barely got a, a prime on them right and so like they're not going to be even close to painted for for saturday and so i think part of me is just like well i'm not going to have them painted i i really don't want to bring them out into the world until my babies are done and fully painted and so i'm just like but guess what i do have painted in together three atsts so so
3: I'm gonna throw you both a curveball that we didn't talk about talking about ahead of time. All right, I enjoy right. doing that. There we go. Um, ready? So, I would pose the following question, and this is not throwing shade at anybody or, you know, whatever. Um, but I think so. We we now have had two solid releases that have heavily focused on the armor keyword, and I would pose the question is does armor need a rework does armor need to be looked at again does Mm -hmm. I, i i guess the way i'm feeling about this is that they i i'm not entirely sure the problem is the units that are being released or the rules that are being released with them it is more the binary nature of the armor keyword and how it restricts um, the setting of competitive play generally, and how just completely and utterly, just like it's like an on off switch, you can either deal with it or you can't. And now that we actually have units that are good that have the armor keyword, because let's be honest, as much as Jay doesn't want to admit it, uh, armor units have not been good up until oh. like the, the, last, the last, no, year. I agree. AATs yeah, yeah. were pretty good for a while. I that would event. I would say that they were fine. They yeah. were you you definitely could play a game against an AAT and like the predominant strategy for dealing with armor prior to Dark Troopers and Tempest Forest was you either had enough impact like kind of by accident in your list where you could kill it or you just ignored it and yeah. both of the both of those options were generally viable yeah I, I think hang on ahead, i want to jump in here real quick right, because all all right. i have a pet peeve about this perception Yeah, far um, away
1: i think the concept of quote-unquote ignoring an armor unit is a little bit uh hyperbolic because hey,
3: ignoring is probably the wrong word
1: right but that's the one that gets said most of the time that's and it fair. gets it gets by um, me <laughs> well by everybody and it's mm-hmm. like it's not you're not actually Ignoring it. You're not pretending it doesn't mm. exist. You're just choosing to focus on other things instead of killing it. Yes. But that includes like managing its firepower by hiding from it when necessary. Yes. yes. Working in its you know minimum ranges and firing arcs. Well, um and um, I think around it. I, I anyway. think
0: to qualify that too, when I say I can't speak for anybody else, but what have I what I've noticed in the past when I'm running to you know, one or two uh heavies or up against one or two heavies is that the commitment to kill the heavy is 90% of the time not there. And so people take like onesie twosie shots and then get frustrated that nothing's happening. And then, but they've just wasted a couple turns doing some, something very small, like throwing pebbles at an ATST. Right. And, and so I guess when I'm saying ignored, I mean, like, either go and shoot it with everyone or do, or just don't shoot at it at all because it, the, you're you're just wasting everybody's time if uh, you
3: if you never make the resilience check you it's like those actions never happened exactly. right like you, yeah. you wasted but, them completely. but yeah
0: I
1: I guess I think a, a better way to frame that argument is you can choose to either commit to killing it or you can choose to commit to not killing it but yep. you're never actually ignoring it because it is still affecting the actions you, that you take.
3: Yes, ignoring um, it was it was definitely a bad phrasing,
0: and I apologize for that.
1: No, no, it's fine. I mean, that's I don't. That's the phrasing that everyone uses. So it's yeah. And, and that's why I have a pet peeve with it, is because it's common phrasing. It's but, the
0: right phrasing. Kyle's
2: just you
1: know, <laughs> Kyle's just a dork. There you go. Well, the, the connotation, the connotation that it brings is that like yep. that unit doesn't matter and it might as well not be on the table. And that's uh, absolutely not the case. It it very they yeah. very
3: much matter for sure. Yeah. Um
1: Yeah, it's but, just like it's not like, let's put it this way, it is not like ignoring gin.
0: Right. Well, I guess you're throwing shade here, <laughs> Keegan. Think, my man, I am so sorry he said that. I think on one side, I'm also not uh, wrong. Of the ball, you're ignoring it. So offensively, you're ignoring it because you're not attacking it. But de- defensively, you still need to like position properly so you're Correct. not dying, yeah. right? You need to at the very least respect
1: it, and and you have yeah. to figure out what your win condition is going to be in light of the fact that you're going to just right. kind of not be killing it right yeah, and, and you I, think about how that affects your objectives yeah, and all yeah. that so
0: and i i think and maybe this is a holdover you know from us old hats playing because i think too in the old days it wasn't like two or three or four armor it was one generally and you were going okay if i kill the rest of his army or 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 you know severely dwindle the rest of their army that that one heavy really isn't going to matter in this. And so I can, I can work around that. But now as that stacking um, that's just not really a thing anymore. So I can see why, you know, I I think it's just a holdover from the old days of like uh, just ignore it. It's fine. To to your original point though, Mike, I have, I've actually always had
1: a problem with um, armor in Legion for two reasons. The first actually is has nothing to do with the armor keyword, but simply like how displacement works. Um I hate displacement. It's so, time consuming so, so
3: vehicle vehicle displacement vehicles.
1: yeah, uh right. it's time consuming. um it's it feels bad to have it done to you. Uh, like the fact that you can do it by accident to your own troops also feels bad when you're when you're the one piloting the vehicles. It takes a lot of time. um I just personally, I wish that there were. With respect to displacement, I get that like you need a way to make sure that you can't block vehicle movement with troopers. Um, I wish that it was simply just like there was no suppression, uh, and that there were basically no effects in the game that in- proactively incentivized you to displace something on purpose. Um, and it was literally just like a mechanic to make it so that trooper units could move out of the way when a mm-hmm. vehicle moved. Um. So that's my one that's the first thing is I've always hated how displacement works and probably besides just the armor skew thing I the fact that this uh, faction has so many free moves in it and also an extra effect on displacement on one of its command cards um, I don't like that it's like leaning further into in my opinion what has been one of the most problematic things in Legion since its creation
0: so I um, here, here's my yeah. argument okay you're still going sorry yeah. Um, <laughs> Kyle, <still> feels, <laughs> Kyle feels Kyle real, really. Let, let the man cook strongly
3: here. let the man cook.
1: So the second thing has is just um to your original point, Mike, and about the binary outcomes of like whether you can check that box about do do I have enough impact or not? And if you look at how like other games, um, you know, for example, World War II games. Uh, and I, it's been a while since I have played Flames of War, so I apologize. This is not how it currently works. Um, but it's also been this way for, at various times in, like, Warhammer 40K's history. Basically, anytime you shoot a vehicle with a dedicated anti-tank weapon, you have a chance to completely eliminate the vehicle. Um, because it's it's essentially like, you know, for example, Flames of War, you'd have, like, an armor value. Say it's, like, 15 for, like, a heavy tank. And then your various weapons would have, like, anti-armor values, and then you'd roll a dice and you'd add them up. And, you know, a normal rifle might be like a one with no chance of penetrating a heavy tank. But a tank destroyer or, you know, an anti-tank gun or something might be like might be like a a 10 where, you know, if you roll a five or six, you actually get to like penetrate it. And then you roll on like some damage table and the vehicle could blow up. It could like lose a weapon. But like something's always going to happen if you exceed that threshold, basically. But as a result, those anti-tank weapons were also like a little more expensive so that you'd have, you know, one or two in your list. Mm-hmm. Um, that's still like binary, but it's in a way where, uh, if you have the counters even in small quantities in your list, it's like not a waste of time. Sure, it's, to it's attack the target. You can still do the thing because you can still potentially get a result. Whereas with Legion works with armor, you have a hit point threshold, and there's literally like no change in the unit's effectiveness until you get all the way up there, and it's going to usually take multiple shots of your impact weapons to get to that threshold and i think that's what kind of creates this like when you finally have an armor skew that's actually effective you have to have an impact skew because it's it's not enough to just have impact weapons available to potentially deal with the vehicles you have to have like a critical mass of impact weapons so you can reach you know you can climb that mountain fast enough before they just kill you yeah um and the faster you can climb that mountain, the better your ch- chance you're going to have. Whereas, you know, if you look at other games that have a s- similarly binary situation, where like small arms don't hurt vehicles at all, um, it's it's more like if you shoot a vehicle with a rocket launcher or whatever, then you have a chance to completely destroy the vehicle. Um, and I don't know if that's better or worse for balance. I personally, I think it's it it makes it so that you lean less into skis. Because you know you're checking the box with a lower threshold as far as like something that can actually get a result. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I definitely
3: wouldn't mind a world where like you could take rocket launchers that were more expensive, um, but it was easier to kill the vehicles, and maybe that means the vehicles get to be cheaper, right? Because because they're easier to kill, right? I I don't know, um, but I definitely. As of late, I feel like we have kind of exposed one of kind of the base game mechanics that maybe needs needs another look., um, yep. you know, I, I know that they just did like a revisit on a lot of like mechanics and stuff. Um, but as as we kind of have progressed over the last six months or so, I'm strongly feeling like armor, the way the armor keyword, interacts with how the game is played I personally don't find very fun um or, or frankly very interesting um it, like I don't yeah I don't know Jay, Jay as someone who's into the armor mm-hmm. stuff how, how do you how do you feel about that
0: so I, I think we've already have an answer built in that they've just never you they don't use very frequently which is the armor x keyword and so like you know like why does an atrt have armor why do dark troopers have armor like they should have armor x and and yeah. i think that would mitigate a lot of these issues and what you could do is instead of atSTs just having blanket armor, maybe they have armor four or something. you know what maybe there's like a level at which we put a number attached to each armored unit so that then you can start getting around I mean four is a lot, but but you you, you know what I mean like I think there's it's already built into the system. it's if for some reason, that armor just plain armor has been thrown out on so many vehicles that uh, and and units that I don't think should have armor just playing armor i think they should have armor x it's it just i that never made any sense to me especially like atrts
3: yeah i mean i think to some extent like the armor keyword preceded i what appears to be the conception of the armor x keyword right um at least in the game's lifetime that doesn't really like paint a reason for giving armor to like dark troopers or whatever um but like as far as why atrts have armor they were the first armored unit in the game right sure
0: and that that's like The least of our problems right because they're just not great right now and so like but but you you could have moved forward okay these are the legacy they all have armor now everything's going to be armor x and then it's going to be more reasonable to move through these items you know i i really think you could if you were going to redo it i do like your idea kyle but i also think you could just simply do it through armor x and just say okay, ATSCs have armor, whatever. Now three, whatever. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and this has armor one, and the, you know, and this uh, dark troopers have armor one or two, or you know. And then you're just getting now you can move on.
1: You could also have more weak points. Yeah, you know, one of one of the things again going back to because I think Flames of War did vehicles pretty well at least when I played it is like it was a big deal as far as the difference between front armor and side armor and rear armor. Yeah, um, and for most armored units in legion uh like if they have a weak point for the with the exception obviously the occupier and i think the saber yeah um most armored units only have one weak point in one of their arcs or you know it's like weak point sides but not weak point rear yeah um i think you know for most armored vehicles i think you could reasonably like weak point one sides weak point two rear yeah um and then that, that makes it so that like normal units that didn't even bring in powered weapons could still flank yep. these units. And because if you look at like I know that Star Wars is sort of a like World War II in space. As far yeah, as like if you look is. at the original trilogy, yeah. as far as how the combat works, right? Like even even a lot of the actual infantry weapons are literally just like reskinned uh, World M16. War II Yeah, yeah, right. MG forty two. Yeah. Uh, MG42, yeah. yeah. Um, The uh, but um, like in in World War II combat, it was actually like it was dangerous for tanks to get close to infantry, right? Because they could do all kinds of nasty things to tanks if they actually got close to them. So, sticky
0: bombs, yeah, right.
1: But it would be like if every unit in every trooper unit in Legion had free impact grenades, basically. I know that you can like pay for impact
3: grenades. Um, that's generally bad, folks. (laughs) It's generally (laughs) bad. I, I even maybe not now i still think it's probably not great
1: yeah because you just don't i mean range one is just really short. <laughs> yeah. um but i guess the point is like it should feel rewarding to like flank vehicles it should feel rewarding to flank something uh and you, it doesn't feel <laughs> rewarding to do that don't get them started yeah. um so like you know it, at least make it so that it feels rewarding to flank vehicles uh,
0: yeah
1: and yeah
0: I when know. i i think yeah, I think you're right. And I think there's certain things, you know, look, I, I think the ATST only being weak point rear, you at the time you had the T forty seven that could spin yeah. it around, right? And so then you could get it the weak point to face your army. You know, that happened to me a couple of times in the beginning, yeah. of course, you know. And so we just don't have those kind of like plans anymore. So I yeah, I agree with you. I I think you could I think you could probably do both then. Like you could do add more weak points and variations of the weak point, but then also give them an armor X. Um, I think both of those and then you could do an ATST armor five or four, and then you could say weak points are, are one and rear is two, and now you have more opportunities to 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 reduce that number down. Yeah. I think
3: what my hope is is that we see. I guess my my fear and my concern with how the direction in which we're trending is that we are being faced with lists that provide, I, I, I'm hesitant to use this word, but I'm gonna say it, like non-games of Legion um, as opposed to, like I think either of those solutions at least makes it so that you feel like you get to play a game um, it, you still might be disadvantaged or whatever because somebody brought a skew. But I think right now the armor keyword is like strongly contributing to not only gatekeeping, but if if you decided to take your chances and not take impact, um, or even just like a, a medium amount of impact. or medium amount of impact, yeah. right? Or you know, you tried to like hedge but not completely commit, you might be faced with a game that you are like 10% to win uh yeah from deployment you know um and yeah, and that's that doesn't feel good
1: yeah it's it's not like legion i mean legion has had skews for most of its life but yeah. most of the time it was a situation where like if you faced a skew that was disadvantageous for you it was like Ooh, this is going to be a tough game but i'm you know i'm still going to like try and make a game of it yeah. i still have a, a shot to do that um but with these with dark troopers and with potentially three atSTs with these armor skews, it's it's just you show up to a table and you're like, oh, all right, well I, you know I guess we
3: could play this, but I'm, a, I'm gonna go <laughs> get lunch, man yeah right?
0: <laughs> you, you know like yeah, and I think to go back to what I was talking about with the with the ewalks was I was walking into it and go, okay, if I face death troopers. Like there's a turn where I have potentially eight sure. impact, you know, with their with their one card, and I have an opportunity to take them out and do some shenanigans, but now when I know there's an there's a potential of someone, I mean, I'm probably gonna be that someone, but you know, someone running three ATSTs, it's like, oh, oh no, I don't even, I I won't even get one of these down, like uh, there's no way, yeah. and then they'll just focus fire, you know, on my if I'm running Chewbacca ATST like that's gone like you know because they're they're they've got what eight potentially or four to four to five potentially impact every you know each
3: impact on each one of them yeah yeah um yeah and i definitely think that the thing that we haven't really talked about in tempest force yet is that unlike dark troopers it definitely the option to bring repair is on the table you yeah. Know? Um. You can take stormtroopers with repair Astromex. You know, I don't know how many you can fit in the list that are viable. I mean, I guess just topically here. Assuming I think you can like, only
0: get two core units, right? So it's, let's, think, let's
1: let's build a three ATST list. I mean, I, three
0: list? all right. Yep. Yeah. I okay, I, right, I think me, you, uh I'll load it up and I'll share my screen here. I think
3: if you like drop an LTA, you can probably fit three astromechs in the list. <laughs> You definitely can fit two pretty easily.
1: And even one is more repair than Dark Troopers have access to.
3: Totally. And, so. you know, I mean, I, I'm not even sure you really need the repair, but it's definitely like, you know, for the the glorious um, event that it will be with the Ewoks like hitting um, an ATSC with the logs, like a repair droid or two is just going to, <laughs> make that not matter right? yeah
1: they can only do that one time so, yes <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah
1: and then I guess chewie you can shoot stuff periodically but
0: other than that <laughs> I mean yeah there's I mean you could even put
3: yeah I mean I definitely would probably be putting grenade launchers on the STs I think rather than Mars. 100% yeah you need um... grenade launchers but, and probably the hammers pilot if you can afford it. Yeah, I think uh, you can. You can do uh, did I put the elite armor pilot on here? Oh, it is the elite elite hammers armor pilot. Yeah, um, yeah, you can get pilots on both with two two astromechs still. Um,
0: yeah, you might have to forego link targeting
1: or
3: anything yeah, if there. you cut LTA on one of them, you can.
1: Well, you got three astromechs there. Yeah. yeah just cut cut an astromech and then yeah and the, or you could have three <laughs> like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i i don't
3: i don't know what is more valuable at this point but you know i mean there's definitely you definitely can take a list with three sts with reasonable configurations and also have three astromech droids in it too yep. um which is effectively taking your 33 health and jacking it up to 39 right yep. um before we're considering saves and stuff like that so
1: well, and that's, um, the, that's the interesting thing about repair, too, is repair is actually more valuable than raw health because repair repair is post-saves. Yes. Um. So, you know, for example, for like a a unit that has red saves, right, that's 50-50, um, every point of repair is functionally like two health mm-hmm. on average. You know, obviously you can blank rolls and stuff like that. But generally speaking, like you're going to need to put two shots through to do one wound, and then you can bring that one wound back after you've rolled a blank. Uh, with the repair so you know it's it's actually more than two health per astromech so. yeah it's it's
3: more like three or four i suppose three um, yeah yeah. Uh, yeah for an ATSD anyway yeah yeah um, um you know it's yeah uh it seems strong i definitely i don't know uh, i guess uh we'll we'll have to see a lone star huh
1: yeah um yeah lone stars this weekend i i think i think time will tell whether it's actually like that different from dark troopers um but even if it's like the same that's still its own kind of problem right because it will be vastly more popular and then it'll just be in addition to <laughs> Jeez, you got enough lists there james dude i i that's all i do um, um, I never. Cause... I don't actually save my list. I just. I don't either.
0: Oh, I just. I save all of them because I forget them. So I came up with this one. I call it Space Jam. And what I did was I did three scout troopers with comms jammers. So you just scout them up three, and you jam everything so they can't get orders, and then you just shoot it. And it still has two astromech droids in it.
3: Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I definitely. I'm a grenade launcher guy
1: myself. You you definitely um, want the grenade launchers, especially because the mortar launcher has a minimum range, and you're going to get yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. right I, up in your opponent's. Listen, face. listen. Jay likes that he likes that suppressive keyword. I know. I do.
0: I, I really do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, and it's also a, a a points thing too, right? Like, it it just depends on what you're trying to do. And you guys are right. Like, if the if the ATSTs are the focus, then you, you're going to put the points into the grenade launcher. But if you're trying to do some other shenanigans, like the list I'm showing now, has the scout troopers, comm jammers, you can almost hold the ATSTs back, and 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 things aren't getting orders, and you're just you're shooting them from from back, you can know, I, instead of yeah.
3: Can I tweak your objective deck a little bit here? Sure. I think you definitely want payload instead of sabotage. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. I don't, yeah. And I think generally speaking, I think the payload is definitely the fourth objective in all these Tempest Force lists. Yeah. Because you can block wow. your opponent's payloads with the STs, A, and you're already going to be on top of them turn one, so your Scouts and Storms should be able to push your payload pretty, pretty easily.
1: Can you block them with STs? I know they can't
3: move over Terrain they can't move through and i mean like like the the distance that they can move i i don't know if you can like a block block but you definitely can block the placement of a base with an st yes and those those st those st bases are gigantic and if you've got three of them like you can definitely block multiple lanes you can make it so that it can't go anywhere useful for sure yeah yeah Yeah. um whether or not it can go through them I would have to look up, but I do think that I think that even if it was based against an ST base, I don't think it can move to the other side of it. If that makes sense.
1: Yep. An ST base is, I think, it's about not quite six inches. Yeah. Um, and then the speed to move tool is only five. So yeah,
0: yeah. Um. Yeah, this was the uh three ATSTs two speed list. Yeah,
3: I mean this definitely could be good too. Um, you know, I I don't know. I uh there's definitely a couple different configurations for the triple STs. I definitely think for me, the third ST definitely I think puts it over the top. And I definitely like two STs is sort of manageable from a you can kind of like Unlike Dark Troopers, yeah. I, think, I think you can kind of like natty crit to maybe mm-hmm. maybe kill one of them. Killing mm-hmm. half their STs is a big difference. It, similarly yeah. to like the Dark Trooper stuff and like the extra, like when you kill one of three bikes, it feels a lot, a much yeah. like a much bigger deal than killing one out of four, right? And I think killing one out of three STs is very different than killing one out of two.
0: I agree. A hundred percent. You know. I mean, I think you know, even if even if you hit mate, the major right and you take let's say you take him down, I'm going to be half my well, a little less than half my uh, deck is going to be gone. My command hand, but I still am very capable of finishing this game with the rest of my cards and two ATSDs like it really isn't, you know, yeah. a huge deal.
3: You still have a pretty formidable core left left yeah. in place after after taking that damage, yeah, and I definitely you know, I don't know. I don't I mean, I think them messing with the force orb stuff has been cool and fun mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, I definitely, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah,
1: I think we're starting to
3: see situations
1: where that concept can be pushed a little bit to the extreme in ways that are problematic.
3: Sure. Oh. I, I I mean I I yes, but I think uh, I am I'm, I'm I'm trying
0: really hard to like make sure that I say nice things here.
3: Uh, <laughs> so I I I think, I think it
0: like undoes the point when you actually say that out loud but I okay, know I'll we'll, we'll let know, this I know. go. You can edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs>
3: um I just I I think that that you can do that while also maintaining the the balanced state of the game as long as you are making making sure that you're like making points adjustments in response to those things and and yeah I would go as far as to say that. Um, like you could have speeder bikes cost a different amount of points in a Blizzard Force list than an Empire yes. list. Yes. I think there are there are ways to make that acceptable and work that are unexplored presently. Um, that that would solve those problems while still allowing you to do the cool thing. Um, there, I
0: found it. I think I found it. Yeah, it was was that acceptable? Well, yeah, that was great. Um, yeah. I think we've said this before, right? But I I, I think the problem is their intention and the reality don't align. And, and from the beginning, they've made it clear that their intention with battle forces were they were never meant to be competitive, they were supposed to be thematic and fun. And I think when they first said that, we were all like, oh, that sounds great. But then when they allow them to be playable and competitive it then it then squashes that first thing that you said. Right. And and the fact that you're, you're not really balancing them for the competitive. uh, Like you said, I, I think like battle force specific points adjustments uh, would be great. Like, and I think that would fix a lot of the, like what we just saw with like the mass where they, they had a generic card, like uh, um, choke. Right. And it really was only a. I know Mike didn't like choke, but like it was really only a big problem in Blizzard. Right. And you say, oh, you know what? For Blizzard Force, it's it's 15 points or whatever in, now.
3: In fairness, let's, you let's see, think vigilance, because that's a less controversial. All example, right. Fit, fit, well, hold on. Hold up. I just to yeah. the Force joke <laughs> aspect. You could have nerfed it in the Shadow Collective Battle Force and in Blizzard. And yeah. I I think that would have been a reasonable and B, it would have solved the problem. Or you
1: could have just increased Shadow Collective Mall and Darth Vader's points. You could
3: have potentially done that as well, for sure. Yep. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um I, yeah. That I guess that's a bad example. I but a, I guess is is a maybe an example that I think is more re- relevant is like HRUs. They're a they're a battle force specific yeah you know unit. They changed the points. It didn't mess with anything else because yeah. that's that's what it is. Also, just shout out to AMG, Major Marquand, cool. Continue doing battle for yeah. specific units. I agree, love it. Like, please. My only you know,
0: comment would be is to include it in the box for the what, ATST. What, but what, I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I I, will, I would I, love I really to do. not have to, to print the that. cards myself, but I, yep, I would too. Um, but. And if you'd love to print the cards, not print the cards yourself, you could sign up for our Patreon, and I'll print them for you. There you go.
1: There you go. Um, <laughs> I'm a little bit surprised they're not in that because there is an actual new ATST box, right? The Chewy atSD and it also has Empire stuff in it. That's correct. Including, is it Weiss that's like pointing out? Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: So, so that's correct. Did you actually have? Does anybody actually have this box yet? Yes, I do. Okay, and these cards are definitely not in it. They right? are not. Okay. All right.
1: Yeah, because that seems like that would be logical. It's 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 the 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 same release. It's the Ewok release. It is an ATST. It has See Imperial that. stuff in it. Um, that seems like that would be the place to
3: put. Seems like things. a home run, man. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's it's like cards are cheap to print too. So it's like, oh, you got to put in seven extra cards, and maybe a sheet explaining. I think I, if I had to guess, right. I don't think it's a cost thing. I think what it is is a potential for confusion thing. And I think that if you get a casual player and you put the Tempest stuff in the ATST box, I think that could potentially confuse them as to what that is. So maybe there was a conversation to that um and maybe not a cost thing, but yeah, you would think it would make sense. Hey, I got brand new ATST coming out. Uh, just put all these cards in there. That would be that would have been great.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's it's not really any different than like log logray and wicket are they in the same box?
0: Yeah, they they're in. The, in yeah, no, like, they're in their same box, and they come with Chewie's card. For right. The,
1: so logray and wicket are in the same box. You can use Wicked in a normal rebel list. You cannot use logray right. or ats. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah,
0: and it comes with Chewie's atst card in their box as well. So that doesn't. I guess that would be confusing to a player as well. So so yeah, I you know what that shut down that i was give. i was giving them a little
3: i mean i i i'm sort of i'm i'm pretty ambivalent on the um uh, on the cards the card front i i definitely it it annoys me but whatever They can do what they want i definitely have you guys bought a shatterpoint box that's not a corset yet
1: no but i heard they had
3: you got a lot of cards in there let's put it there. yo they gave you duplicate cards for every yep. card in the box in, like, six different languages. Yep. <laughs> I literally... I, I think my Kenobi pack, there's, like... I think there's six cards I'm going to use in it because there's only six cards in English, and there's, like, 30 to 35 cards in the box. Yep. And I just... I guess I'm going to throw the rest out. I don't know. If people want foreign language...
0: Uh, I mean, they would cards, probably buy it anyway. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, I guess... <laughs> yeah i mean um okay maybe, I just, maybe
1: maybe that's cheaper than doing a bunch of different language distributions it's definitely for different areas. it's definitely easier it's I definitely easier
3: <laughs> what i'm trying to say is that like it's obviously not a cost issue because right. uh,
0: <laughs> that is true yeah
3: like they definitely could have put those cards in the box i don't know it doesn't matter um but yeah i mean overall i think uh I'm happy we got this battle force. I think.
0: Me battle too. Force,
3: I'm sure. Yeah, you were probably
0: more happy than most. Um. It, yeah. It was. Um. I was so happy about Ewoks. It was definitely like. Uh, I don't know the word, but it definitely changed my course of my whole like. <laughs> buzzkill. <laughs> uh, maybe it. Maybe a buzzkill on Ewoks. Yeah, for sure. Though, still excited about Legion, right? So, so that's good. That's a positive. Less excited about Ewoks than I was. I I was super hyped, and now I'm just yeah. kind of like, yeah, that's cool. I uh, let me get my ATSTs uh, off the shelf. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I um, I don't really do rebel players still exist. Are they are they like a thing in this game? Um, and Evans that,
0: trying real hard. Okay,
3: I just like I haven't actually talked to anyone that I feel like mainlines rebels anymore. Um, uh,
0: oh, Ryan, stabcast, Ryan
3: i just i'm interested to know how they feel about this because like not that ewoks were going to be like the saving grace of the rebel faction or anything but um Re- rebels finally get
1: like a big interesting release with a bunch of exciting units and new miniatures and it's immediately on the same day hard countered by the empire counterpart like when you buy a
3: same day this is before you yeah, technically street true. legal yeah
0: it's like uh it's like when you're in a neighborhood and you, you buy a brand new car and you're like really happy and it's it's just like some sort of suv and then your neighbor like goes and buys like a mustang and it's like and it's already my, in the driveway yeah yeah, yeah. and of. yours is coming <laughs> in like a week yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 hey bob look at my new um hey did you hear i'm buying a new <laughs> what is that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm torn for sure because as an Empire ATST player, this is the best thing that could have ever happened. But also, I I was definitely jazzed about Ewoks, and that this kind of took that took the edge off of that, um, which was upsetting a little bit. I'm trying to work through it. I think if I just get this one tournament game, I'll just go play these three ATSTS. Just to just to play them because I feel like I'm required to. And then after that I can get back to the ewoks safely.
3: I I think I think you should you you know, you like armor. I definitely think you should you should enjoy this while you've got it because I I feel pretty confident in saying this is gonna get nerfed. (laughs) Yeah. It will eventually get nerfed. I don't know what that looks like. It will maybe nurse the wrong word. It will eventually be changed. I don't know what it's going to look like, yeah. but this is definitely not how it's going to look forever. I feel, I feel like I can say that with a hundred percent certainty.
1: I felt you- I felt pretty good playing operative Vader Blizzard Force. That uh, my my time was limited. <laughs> yes, and I think if you're running triple TST Tempest Force, then. What you're saying is, you probably can feel the same way.
3: Yeah. Yes, I, I, I,
0: and I feel like I don't even have to
3: play a game against it
0: to know yeah. that. Do I get to every tournament that I take it to? Can I be like Kyle and be like, I'm only playing this because I want them to nerf it? uh Can I do pure, that? pure altruism? <laughs> yeah, only, yeah. only. If it's not because I like ATS. Teams. Teams. That you are
3: lying to your friends and community every time you say it.
0: Every podcast, I'm okay. fine with that. Yeah, only
3: only, only <laughs> if you understand it, only if that's the well, understanding you go in since, with. See, the problem, Jay, to is admit
1: it, you have a very public history of loving ATSTs. Whereas, yeah. uh, I had no prior history of just inherently loving. No, I hear you, I hear what you're Peter saying, Peter Bikes or Darth Vader.
0: So, but all, all <laughs> I can hear is triple At ATST.
1: Publicly. It's all about plausible deniability, Jay.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, it, it's just interesting, you know, and I think the way I'm going to try to enjoy it is just going full ham and like probably doing that list that I showed you guys with the three ATS and two speed picks. Just, I know it's ridiculous and I know it's not the most like, um, you know, the bet, the best version of that list, but it just seems fun. So, I mean, it may be,
3: it, it very well could be the best version of that list. I think that that point I think is up for debate. Uh, you know,
1: yeah. It seems like, I mean, honestly, like we've been focusing a lot on the three ATSDs. There are plenty of versions of Tempest Force that involve one or two or zero ATSTs that also look super interesting and
3: competitive. Yes. I definitely uh, think like six snipers plus an ATST is also probably,
0: <laughs> might be good. I don't know. Yeah. Dude, it's it- not even the snipers. It's the fact that they're tossing like 10 black dice at range two once they get there yeah 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 i mean which I just, isn't hard with scout three I,
3: the um i agree but i do think that the command cards are definitely heavily incentivizing you to to, to be build cool. this in a different yeah, way Oh yeah
2: yeah, yeah 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 of course
1: but you can also do like um you can do i think this is a thing four snipers three bikes and an atst um let me see if that's a thing well yeah you gotta throw in
0: at least one core naked core in there (laughs) yeah i know
3: yeah i guess at Uh, that point though like are you better just taking like a normal empire list with a character that has command cards uh Hmm.
1: maybe i mean you you can't take the four snipers in that list but sure i mean yeah officer markland uh one unit of naked storms, four scout troopers with the sniper, and three speeder bikes is seven ninety-eight. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. So I guess you've, like, got, you've got four snipers, you've got three speeder bikes, and you've got one ATSD. And it's ten activations.
3: It's de- yeah. it's definitely like a playable. Like I think you could definitely take it to a tournament and win games, but um you know, it doesn't it doesn't immediately jump off no, the page. He's I, like, "This is busted." Yeah. No, I, right? Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. I think sort of like Blizzard. There's gonna be right. one to two, like obviously, very good versions of Tempest yeah. Force, and there's gonna be a bunch of other ones that are also pretty good, but they just yeah. get kind of overshadowed by. it.
0: Well, yeah. and I I think that there's def like in that example, right? Like a triple ATST double bike list would would eat that list lunch probably uh probably yeah. yeah you know so like like uh uh adjusted mirror matches would, would become a real problem right yeah I agree yeah with that. yeah it's so, gonna be good against everything except
1: three TSDs.
3: yeah <laughs> i i certainly can no longer play 501st into summer meta i don't think um oh. no uh, even even if i take saber throw i don't think it's really so i don't I, think it's gonna think be I, enough i think i could put <laughs> saber throw on anakin and i think i could take multiple barks with or like or rt's with laser cannons and not have enough to, to deal with this situation <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, <not> Yeah.
3: <laughs> yep. i'm out folks sorry you had your like three Two or three podcasts have 501st. I'm done. I'm I'm retired. Thank God we don't
0: need to talk about clones anymore. Boy, every right. time we talk about clones on this podcast, I just zone out. In fairness,
3: I, I do think clones are still in probably the best place to deal with all this stuff. They're just not five forces.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like a typical Anakin clones list probably is gonna be in a better spot. Yeah. Um or uh, some other options, probably. But clones the point is clones have red saves and they have pretty good options for impact. So
3: yeah, if you want to fade ATSD shots, clones are the way to go, yep. for sure. Um, or heavies in general. Any large dice pool, the answer is clones. Yeah. The answer is always clones.
2: Clones! <laughs>
3: <laughs> we need a soundbite of that. All right. It, I mean, there is an Alex Davey soundbite of I it know. somewhere. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's on a stream. Yeah. Clones. I think it's on a previous stream where they first played clones and... Uh, Clones against droids in the corset. Mm. Anyway, um, all right. Well, Lone Star opens this weekend, but it's uh already very late, and we have talked a lot.
3: So Kyle is fading fast.
1: <laughs> well, and honestly, I don't know what else to say about Lone Star Open except that it's going to be exciting, and it's this weekend.
3: Yep. I am I am very interested to see what the meta shakes out to be. To all of you out there who are going to raise your ewok, ewok flag high and proud i salute you i hope you are ready to die
0: i would never do well under torture look how easily i just switched teams i was just like now nope.
1: yeah you've been you've been talking about ewoks like every podcast yeah. for the last two months like, and then uh, three, three atsts and it's like
2: yeah,
3: yeah right It's I mean, that
0: it's that meme with the guy where he's got his girlfriend on his yeah. arm and he's looking at the other girl yeah <laughs>
3: I mean Lone Star is the tournament that's like known for people taking heavies, right? Yes, you know. The so like... the,
1: the Texas meta reportedly, not reportedly. This is what's happened at the last two Lone Star. Yeah. It's very
3: armor heavy already. Like just yes. sort of nor- under normal circumstances even when armor was
0: bad. So Fantastic.
3: And in addition to that, like unlike Ewoks, there's like r- there's a reasonable amount of queue time for you to buy your third ATSD and like get a table ready before for Don't style.
0: buy one of the new ones. Buy one of the old ones. They're easy to put together. The new ones, a billion pieces. A billion. Oh, do you have do you have a new one assembled, Jay? Not assembled, but I have it on this on the Spurs. Oh, okay. No, it's okay. a lot. It's intense. I, would,
3: I definitely would love to see a side-by-side comparison when we uh yeah.
0: Well, maybe, maybe I'll try to put one together for this for this weekend's tournament. Sounds like you're gonna do that <laughs> anyways. So
3: I mean, I definitely
0: <laughs> need a seventh ATST. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you can do Grand Army with six ATSTs. Mm-hmm. In,
3: in fairness, it sounds like you've already made the decision. Considering, oh no,
0: I've already no. That's very clear. That is my yeah, decision. I'm I'm not even looking back. Yeah. And I'm I, I'll tell you guys, I don't even care. I'm running three ATSTs and two speeder bikes just because I can. Yeah. I
3: I think there's a strong possibility you can you can take down a tournament with that.
0: I might get my world's invite. Off you of very this. well could. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think I think there's gonna be.
3: The potential for several people to win a world's invite this yeah. weekend with Tempest Force.
1: Yeah, yeah, Lone Star is the first. Um, so you're going to a store tournament.
3: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: And then um, Lone Star is the first uh, US World's Open qualifier. Is that what it's called? Sure.
2: Um, I think it's um, sounds right. Anyway,
1: something,
3: something weird. Something yeah, different. it's the
1: one that has flights and then it also has four invites. So, yeah, yeah it's going to be very exciting to see how that shakes out. Uh, so
0: yeah and i, I have, believe Yavin base is streaming right yes. David's streaming david it.
3: is streaming it david is streaming it yep so, so it'll, I, be, it'll be on stream and twitch. i be, i believe that's going to be on his youtube because i th- i don't so think he's on streaming twitch. on twitch anymore
0: if, okay uh, Good. i i just uh i'm glad he finally listened to me like i've been telling him for years to stop streaming on twitch
3: i i don't
0: know i enjoy it. twitch twitch has a much better much better community tools in my I, opinion listen i agree but youtube has a much easier reach like try to explain to somebody you know that's trying to watch their husband play at one of these things try to explain twitch to them yeah you, that's know, you know or feel like no you just go to youtube they're like oh um, yeah i use youtube all the time
3: yeah it's so, definitely uh youtube.com slash at yavin based i think is how, how that nice
0: works. um
3: so awesome I'm sure he'll be live. I'm I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube. If not, it's twitchtv slash But I'm I'm pretty sure he's gonna stream it.
0: If you're listening to this, there's a solid chance you know how to get to David's content. That's also that's fair. fair. Yeah,
3: that's fair. That's <laughs> fair. Uh, I just you know I,
0: I just want to make sure that we we yeah we, yeah our we, boy we, uh, our board D money we gotta we gotta share the love. Yeah.
1: Yep. So yeah, tune in.
3: Um, and
0: uh, I'm sure watch. you'll
1: get
3: a chance to see Kyle watch kyle get stomped by some atsts I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking for you know what i
1: uh changed my list today okay. i submitted my list <laughs> two, two weeks ago and i changed it in the last did, hour did you change yep. factions maybe
2: <laughs> possible
1: <laughs> i changed let me put it this way i changed to something that i already have fully painted all right
3: okay so you changed factions
1: cool Look, I have five <laughs> fully painted factions, so that doesn't really narrow it
0: down. I, 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 I bet you I could, guess, but I won't. But I, I bet you I could.
3: I, 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 am, I am you know what, who cares? This is
1: going out tomorrow. Let's do at six a.m. Uh, oh, I, ch- I changed to Anakin clones. See, yeah. I, originally, I was gonna play Callus, Boba, Iden, um, and then Tempest Force happened, and I'm like, can I actually handle three ATSTs with this list? Um, no. And I think I think the answer is like maybe because Marksman does help quite a bit there. Marksman's pretty huge, yeah. Um but it's also like a
3: fairly squishy list. When you yeah. Think about it like you're, you're in like one of those games with how close the STs are, they're just going to like get a hold of one of your characters and it's just going to be gone
1: yeah right and then when one of those characters dies like the list kind of falls apart
0: a little bit yeah, yeah. um and so... it's probably gonna be boba because he he always ends up being like a glass cannon you know
1: <laughs> yeah so anyway yes i switched to anakin clones uh i got the rps i got saber throw i have some other impact stuff in there i've got lots of ways to get dodges and i have red saves so did I you feel... end up on pikes or no yeah it's the yeah two pikes a capo they're Phase... good it's two phase one two phase ones actually um yes. and then echo and anakin and
2: uh, also uh, Welcome uh to the dark side this i mean is... look i played okay God. for the record
1: i think i was one of the uh i, mean, I played anakin padme A back in 20 2021 yeah. no 2022 at adapticon um so it's not like new to me put it that way no
3: you just left it for something hotter you know yeah, I was, guy, I was the guy, I was the guy in that pick
1: and Blizzard Force was yeah. Blizzard Force was the the hot girl that just walked past me, you know. Yeah. And now I'm now I'm crawling back. <laughs> she,
0: take me she, back she left me. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, I would almost so maybe for Rebel players looking for I don't know if it's a direct counter but something that could hold up. We've talked about it on this podcast a few times but like a Cassian K two, uh, vets and uh, yeah, vets and pikes lists w- wouldn't be terrible. So impact you're... critical. There's, I mean, you got some Pierce in there. I think you got enough, and it's like twelve activations, so you you could you could hold up.
1: This is gonna sound weird, but I think rebel players like have to take FD
3: cannons now. I definitely be, think Echo the impact base, generator, I think ego base is actually primed to potentially. Between air speeders and the FD cannons, like I actually think air speeders are pretty good against Tempest. Yeah, frankly, yeah. Um, just because. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. They are until they aren't. You definitely have to out-activate them. But (laughs) but one of the things with the Tempest Force, is one of the significant limitations with them is that they are pretty much an eight activation list with no way to pump up their activation count if they're playing three ATSDs. So... I think one of the things with it is that if you're playing a 10 or 11 activation with double air speeders that has like pretty good order control, like getting your air speeders in last on turn one, after all the STs have gone, just like melting one to like half health or its resilience or whatever. And then just immediately going with the air speeders and getting them out of there before you can, you're going to get hit by at least one ATST probably, but it shouldn't kill you um and so you can you can probably do two strafing runs and 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 maybe trade two for one like two atsds for one air speeder Mm -hmm. which at that point i think you're feeling pretty good and if you got fd cannons to back that up like i i think you're i think you're feeling pretty good and i also think it's pretty good against darks in that you can kind of do the same sort of thing the Mm -hmm. activation count is not as good but darks are way less good at shooting air speeders so
2: yep
1: And they're not good at shooting after you, either.
3: No. (laughs) No. Um, I mean, obviously, you're not loving your matchups against the rest of the non-armor field, I think, because, but... Yeah, I
0: I, normally, yes, I agree with you on all those points. And I think probably I would be a little more scared with, like, the old double A-T-S-T list. I think that, that some of the benefits that these command cards bring... With, uh, with the standbys and aims and stuff is is going to be a little bit more helpful for, <laughs> for that. Yeah. Standby for does not to. require your target to be in arc. So,
3: yeah. No, no, it does not. Uh, yeah. yeah. The command not. cards, I definitely feel like are, are a significant factor in why this list is turned up to 11. I, I feel like you could take one of these components, similarly with Blizzard, like you can take like one of the components out and then all of a sudden it's just like a lot less good, yeah. you know? Um, it's well, kind of like an exponential curve sort of situation.
0: So I would, uh, for a counter, like I, if you're gonna go with the air speeders, I recommend putting them as far in the corner as you can, uh, and just holding them because with that scout too, and a lot, you know, a lot of the movement that the that you can do with this list, like there's a potential, like uh, a triple ATSTs could be on you before you even get to activate, anyways. So you got to be, you have to be real careful.
3: I actually think as long as we're handing out advice like that, yeah. I don't think that's an unreasonable deployment strategy for most lists against Tempest
0: Force. Yeah, yeah, just hide, get in the corner, and hunker down. And... Is is
3: to stretch out how long it takes them to get you and deploy farther back than you normally would. It's going to set you behind a turn or two on objectives and you need to be cognizant of the fact that you're going to need to probably prioritize moving particularly maybe earlier in the late game than you normally would. But I do think that that is a viable the the real thing is you you want to take the turn one shooting off the table against this list. Yeah. And if you can do that, you might actually have a fighting chance if you're like a little bit more limited on impact. Um, just because you know, if you out, if you make it so that they can't shoot you, particularly with the blast gun, like the six die gun is kind of whatever if you have cover. Like, you know, if you're playing rebels or something, like you might lose it's, a couple. It triples. still hurts. Hurt, it still hurt. hurts, but you know, if you're playing storms or clones or even B ones, you're like, oh, all right, I lost two B ones yeah. to this ATST shot. Like whatever. But as soon as blast enters the equation. Uh, it gets a significantly more scary. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I definitely think making sure that you're able to stay. Basically, you've got to be what, like, almost range four away from them from yeah. where they range deploy three and a uh, three quarters three and some change. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, which is going to be pretty difficult
1: on most deployments where you've got a scout two move with an ATSD base. Yeah.
3: I mean, you're going to have to like deploy like back <laughs> right i just <laughs> i mean back.
1: i think i think that the only deployments where that's even possible is like long march uh major offensive advanced positions i think
3: yeah and i mean i think that there's a question to be had of is it worth bidding just to like make sure that they can't get the the deployments where that yeah. is a thing that they can do um i don't know how much these Tempest Force lists are going to end up bidding because not much. I, I I really don't think they care a ton about the objectives. I think that like I think they care about the deployments a lot. Yep.
0: I I think you can get a bid. You know, based on what I uh, like. So the one I had with the bikes too that was straight eight hundred. But I definitely had a couple that were like the seven eighties. You know. So I you could bid with each why? I want all my. I want everything I want, and then and then I'm just gonna murder. Like that's it's just a mur- it's just a murder machine. That's all. Murder, 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 murder. Major murder. Yep.
3: All right, Kyle's Kyle's ready for bed. Let's wrap this puppy up. It's
0: 11. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's practically <laughs> sleeping already. <laughs> deal with it. All right, we're dealing with it. You deal with it. <laughs> Talking about Legion. It's your favorite thing to talk about. Like why it is. <laughs> All right,
1: we've just been doing
0: it for two hours. There you go. We've just been doing it for five years, my man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's true. <laughs> and I'm still excited to show up to this podcast every Monday and talk about it. But at least one of us is. Hey. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. I am. I am reinvigorated. So, All right, Maybe we can we, call it two.
0: Two. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> we, we got him. Go. We got two.
1: It's more than fifty percent. That's a C plus, really.
3: Yeah. That is. The two ATSCs that you need alive in order to win the game.
1: That's at <laughs> least as good as Major Marquand's one bit. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. All right. We're the Notorious Gauntles. I'm Kyle. I'm
3: Jay. And I'm Mike. Stay fresh, cheese back. Stay cool, Fruit Matt. Are you guys ready?
1: Yep. I'm ready. I'm always ready. All right. You know what? Let me pee first.
0: You okay. son of. Before you hit record,
3: I already hit record. You did? <laughs> Yeah, he yeah. Did. but
0: copy. you we're gonna be here an hour. <laughs> well, uh, welcome Co-P. to the outtakes, Kyle. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> can I leave the mic on so you can hear.
0: Yeah, take it with you. <laughs> <laughs>